If you are looking to elevate your leadership and drive your nonprofit forward, I invite you to subscribe to the Successful Nonprofits newsletter. Every week, I curate exclusive shareworthy content that sparks inspiration, innovation, and conversation. From the latest trends to timeless advice, the weekly email newsletter is your all-access pass to a treasure trove of resources. But receiving the newsletter is not just about staying informed. It's also about getting our best content first. Subscribers get first access to our newest downloadable templates designed to propel your leadership and amplify your impact. And that's not all, my friend. We are constantly working on new ways to support you and your mission. So as a subscriber, you'll get updates on our latest projects, opportunities to participate in surveys, and a say in the topics that we tackle next. You will essentially get me as a consultant, coach, and confidant in your inbox, ready to help you navigate the challenges of nonprofit leadership. So if you're an executive director, board chair, or a nonprofit leader who believes in making a difference, join me as a newsletter subscriber. Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Podcast. I'm your producer, Lexi Linger. It's been our tradition to produce a montage for the last episode of the year, but last year Dolph and I came up with a list of amazing questions, and it would just take too long to get to all of them if we only did one montage a year. So welcome to your mid-year montage. This episode's question is, what is your favorite thank you that you have received as a donor or given to your organization's donors? I've been wanting to do this montage for a long time, and since I get a sneak peek of all of our episodes... I can assure you that our guests have some phenomenal and creative ideas, so I'm so excited to finally get to share them with you. But first, I want to share my own favorite donor thank you. My background is in refugee resettlement, and I used to work in our organization's after-school care program with kindergartners and first graders. We had a lot of donors and also a lot of volunteers who supported our classroom. So I wrote out thank you in big block letters with each letter on its own piece of paper, and then I gave each kid their own letter to color and decorate it as they wanted. Then we sat on the school steps and took a picture of us holding our letters. Our volunteers and donors loved it because it was cute and it was from the kids. And I loved it because it was so easy. I just went to Walgreens and printed a stack of pictures. So I always had that cute thank you ready to go. And I didn't have to have the kids color new pictures or make new cards every time somebody supported our classroom. Now to kick off hearing from our guests is Dolph with his favorite donor thank you. My best and most memorable thank you actually came the year that I was taking a sabbatical. That year I did a lot of hiking and trekking and accidentally lost one of my favorite Nalgene hard plastic water bottles that I'd actually had for years. And I felt so bad about having lost it. I lost it in Zion National Park, which is just an incredibly beautiful place. And it just pained me to think that I left, frankly, uh, a piece of plastic in such a beautiful place. And so I decided as penance to make a relatively small $25 contribution to Trees Atlanta. I received the best thank you note 
back. Let me just read the first paragraph of this thank you note. Dear Dolph, on behalf of everyone at Trees Atlanta, thank you. We appreciate your gift of $25 in memory of the plastic bottle you lost in Zion National Park. I feel that it must have been a very special bottle. By now, it may likely be floating down the mighty Colorado River or possibly washed up on a slick rock beach on the banks of Lake Powell. Regardless, I am sorry for your loss, but thankful for the laugh you gave me. Your gift will enable us to plant and care for trees in the communities most in need of tree coverage through our forest restoration and neighbor woods volunteer programs. What I loved so much about this thank you note is that, again, first of all, this was a very small contribution, and someone actually took the time and trouble to read the letter that I'd sent in about why I was making the contribution, and then write an actual paragraph directly to me. The rest of the letter is kind of the boilerplate, but I could tell that someone had sat down and wrote me a thank you letter. I have made much larger gifts over the course of my life, and I'll share with you, this is the single best thank you note I have ever received. And at this point, whenever I do lose a water bottle, thankfully, only every couple of years, I go back and I make another contribution to Trees Atlanta. And they continue to send me unique thank you letters every time. Listeners, one of my favorite conversations of last year was with Ben Dubin Thaler of Biobus. You may remember we had an incredible, fun conversation about Biobus, which is a really neat organization, but it really what we were talking about was vehicles and the both the pros and the cons, what your organization should be considering when it's thinking about buying a vehicle that it's going to use in programs. So, Ben, what is your best donor thank you. Dolph, I got to give you and uh, Sandy Reese credit for this one because I learned this one from your podcast. Um, But the most effective uh, and most fun donor thank you uh, has been uh, the idea of sending a video of recording myself just with my cell phone, just saying thank you, saying a couple of things to the donor and just hitting send. And that's just been so fun to do and easy to do and just super, super, super fun for the donor as well. That's awesome. Thank you. We've had Daria Torres on the podcast twice. She was on the episode Engineering Equity into Your Organization, and she also more recently came on to talk about governance trends for 2022. Daria, what is your best donor thank you? Dolph, I love this question because it's prompting me to think back over the years and so many organizations that have shown their appreciation for gifts and contributions. So I'm thinking personally versus clients, if that's okay. Uh, The two that I've thought of, uh, because it's hard to pick between these two, one is from the Coca-Cola Scholars Foundation. Um, They gave all of their donors who contributed back at the legacy circle level I'll explain what that means if you'd like. Uh, a, a custom painting uh, by Steve Penley with the Coke bottle shape kind of hidden within the painting. Uh, so that was such a treat uh, to receive that work of art to hang up in my office. Uh, and then secondly, the University of Virginia as a recurring donor there, uh, and of course as an alum, send a personalized 
happy birthday message. So it's nice sometimes to get a thank you message off cycle. It's not immediately coming right after your gift. Of course, you get the standard letter and acknowledgement, but to then have something come on your birthday as well as a donor and that that recognition and acknowledgement outside of the typical cadence uh, was a nice thing as well. That That's incredible. And real quick, throughout our conversation, I kept looking at that artwork behind you going, that looks so amazing. Where did you get it? That is the perfect thank you, as is the birthday recognition. A while back, we had the dynamic and really charismatic Diana Zhang on. You may recall, she is the CEO and co-founder of NeighborShare. And she spoke with us about really running, not just running, but building a successful all-volunteer and all-remote organization. Diana, what is your best donor thank you? Dolph, I had a number of examples flow through my head when you asked that question, but I'm going to give you a non-traditional answer where, um, especially given the stage that NeighborShare is at, which is we're very much a startup nonprofit figuring a lot of things out, um, a lot of our donors that we've attracted, especially our bigger ones, were really, um, you know, all about taking the bet in us to really create something new and innovative. So one of the best thank yous that I've been able to come up with actually as part of donor stewardship is engaging them in the problem solving. And so oftentimes as I reach out, it's the, hey, here's the update. Here's all the incredible impact that you've made directly with neighbors across the country. And then at the same time, can I also grab an hour with you? Because I have two or three strategic questions that I got to pick your brain on. And given sort of your background, et cetera, I respect your problem solving capabilities to help do that. And, um, and it's been a really effective way, both for me to get great answers to my problems, but a really effective way for, for our donors to really feel truly engaged and not just the making direct impact at the pure outcome level, but in the like now they're involved in the guts of like what it means to build part of an exciting, innovative startup. I, I love that. You really treated them not just as donors, but investors. That's awesome. Exactly. That's, that's well said. A little bit ago, we had Gabe Cooper on the podcast to discuss his book, Responsive Fundraising. You undoubtedly remember that responsive fundraising is a system really designed to treat all of your donors like major donors. And it's used on a backbone of technology. And one of the things that Gabe has done is he's also created that technology through the virtuous CRM. Hey, Gabe, will you please describe the best donor thank you? Yes. So, um, I would say generally the more you can thank a donor, the better, but I can give you a specific example of a very personalized thank you I received recently. So um, I give to an organization called Rescue Freedom. They are working strategically to end sex trafficking globally. And uh, we'd given them a gift and they sent um, a a postcard in the mail and a couple of really grateful emails. And then in the mail, I got a package that had a few stickers in it, a handwritten postcard from the executive director talking about my impact. And it actually included two of my favorite cigars, which sounds horrible from a health perspective and probably is God bless them. But they knew that I love these two particular cigars. And so for somebody trying to end sex trafficking to go out of the way to figure out somebody's favorite cigar and send it in the mail was unbelievable, freakishly personal, really, really weird, but I will never forget it and it will stick with me the rest of my life. That's fantastic. Thanks, Gabe. 
This year, we had the pleasure of speaking with Lauren Kentelaney for two episodes all about interns. I wanted to ask you, Lauren, what is your best donor thank you story? Thank you, Lexi. That's a great question. There's a former Carter Center staff member who worked in fundraising. She was young and she was energetic and people were drawn to her. Sadly, she lost her battle with breast cancer. And when that happened, of course, everybody knew her and and lots of people felt that impact. To our surprise, her family decided they wanted to create a scholarship in her name. And they wanted that scholarship money to go to interns. They developed an intern at scholarship program so that each session, someone, one of the selected interns benefited. And to this day, her family still makes the decision as to who should receive that award. So in the appointment letter, we talk about if you want to apply for this scholarship, here's where you find the information. Um, we give them a little bit of information about her and about the scholarship itself. They write an essay to apply, and then the family themselves actually has this voting system among them where they decide who the recipient is going to be. At the end of each intern session, then that intern is going to write an essay to them that reflects on what it meant to them to receive that scholarship and to how it impacted their experience, not just financially, but knowing something about her and knowing the impact that she had on her coworkers. So it, it's a really nice scholarship connection with her family. And I think for some of us, it still makes us feel connected to her. What a great way to remember somebody. Thank you. Thank you. Neil Malhotra came on the podcast a while back and talked about his book, HBR, Frontiers in Social Innovation, and also, by the way, a book that is now out, Leading with Values. We had a great conversation. You may recall uh, Neil is a Stanford professor, the director of the Center for Social Innovation at Stanford, and teaches some incredible classes, including Leading with Values, ethics and management, and also a class on measuring impact. Neil, what is the best donor thank you you have received? Um, Well, I can maybe tell you one I've given and uh, let your listeners bear with me, but it's a story that happened yesterday. So in my daughter's school, uh, the third graders partner with kindergartners and the third graders are mentors in a project they do. And my daughter, when she was a kindergartner, had a great third grade partner. And now she's in third grade and she did an amazing job with her kindergarten partner and the teacher gave me feedback. So I told her, thank you for paying it forward. And she was blown away by the concept, which is she couldn't pay back her mentor, but she could pay, she could pay it forward to her kindergarten buddy. And so whenever I'm with a donor, I always thank them for paying it forward. And um, I, I think even though it's a cliche now, I think it is so much truth to it that it's so hard to pay people back for things, but 
people always have opportunities to pay it forward. And that's what I really think the donor community is trying to do is they were helped at an early age usually, and they're now using their privilege and resources to help others. I love the way you approach that question. Thank you. Listeners, Pat McDowell has so much to share and so much expertise that he has been on the podcast twice. He is an extraordinary fundraising consultant, leads a mastermind group for nonprofit leaders, has a podcast that is called Your Path to Nonprofit Leadership, and also a book that has come out this year. So, Patton, what is your best donor thank you? Dolph, the best donor thank you I've seen is an invitation to your community's National Philanthropy Day celebration. Uh, Many communities have this or some variation of a public recognition of generosity in the community. And so I found an organization that did a wonderful job. In essence, it allowed them to communicate. You mean so much to us. We'd like to bring you with us to a recognition event uh, about outstanding philanthropists in our community. In some cases, the best and ultimate thank you is simply telling this donor, donor family or organization, we'd like to nominate you for an annual award. Now, of course, some donors may say, no, thank you, but I've I don't necessarily want that recognition, but I think it is a fascinating and strategic opportunity to recognize, if not with an award, but maybe they they just join you at your table, which absolutely illustrates how much they mean to you. That's awesome. Thank you, Patton. Chantal Chambliss is a fundraising guru and an organizational development guru. She has strong experience in the for-profit sector, but somewhere along the way pivoted her consulting practice to really focus on nonprofits, especially nonprofits in their first five years. And that's in part because she founded a nonprofit and learned so much in those first five years. Hey, Chantel, what is your best donor thank you? The best donor thank you is actually a thank you that I have received. Um, It was a thank you from the YWCA. It was a beautiful, beautiful picture of the children that were in the program I was supporting where they're all holding thank yous that they've drawn and created. And these are all children from underserved communities, um, children who have kind of been discounted by the community you know, they're behind grade levels and things of that nature. So to see these these beautiful works of art that they all pose with to send me this thank you and all these handwritten notes from these children, I mean, I literally, that picture sits in my office to this day. I think it was about five years old. But it was one that reminded me of why the work that I do is important, why it's important, not just to say, I I love this cause and I love what you're doing, but to invest and to put my money where my mouth is. It was a great reminder, one of my favorite thank yous, so adorable, um, that anyone who walks into my office, they're like, are those your children? I'm like, no, no, no. No, I don't have 12 kids. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's uh, eye catcher. People love to see it. They love to hear the story behind it. And every time I walk into my office and I see that picture, it reminds me of why it's so important to make investments in the causes that I care about. Mm, a picture says a thousand thank yous. Yes. TJ Muleman was on the podcast 
several episodes ago to talk to us about avoiding the pitfalls of messy data and better visualizing your data for constituents. You may also remember that TJ is the creator of the database of nachos, the world's most awesome database. TJ, what is your best donor thank you? So we work with an organization called the Kula Project, and they are based in Rwanda, and they help female entrepreneurs uh, learn how to become more effective coffee farmers. Um, so it really speaks to a couple of things that I really love. Is One is helping females become more entrepreneurs. One, addressing poverty uh, through entrepreneurship. And they gave us uh, a, a so coffee and a coffee mug and a really lovely thank you note from uh, one of the farmers. So it was like real coffee that these folks had farmed and we drank it here at home and it was lovely. And it just, if it, it felt meaningful because it wasn't just a thank you note, it was these folks actually farmed this coffee and here you go, now you can go drink it. It was really cool. And I'd be willing to bet every time you drink out of those mugs, you think about that organization. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I just, it really does. It, 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 I think it shows not only um, personality, but also just this real empathy around what they're doing and, and just makes me feel good. That's incredible. Thank you. Well, listeners, that's it for this montage. I hope you have gained some insight to help you and your nonprofit thrive in a competitive environment. And of course, I have to share the disclaimer. I am not an accountant or an attorney, and neither I nor the Goldenberg Group provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Today's material has been provided for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal, or accounting advice. Always consult a qualified, licensed professional about such matters.